Hey guys, we are back with another episode of What's the Points? Hello everybody! Today we are talking about, I feel like every week I say talking about something important, but... (laughs) We do, Darian, every week we talk about a super important thing. (laughs) Yes, everything that contributes to health journeys and WW journeys, and a lot of people actually submitted this topic to talk about and it's kind of plateaus or plateauing in your journey or plateauing in your weight loss and I mean how relatable is that <laughs> like, I know, right we and we all plateau at some point yes and we just want to come on here and share with you guys how we personally come out of plateaus or what plateaus mean or you know how it affects your mindset and maybe give you guys some good advice on them because believe it or not me and Yvonne have definitely both hit plateaus. I feel like I'm in one right now. A oh bit. my gosh. <laughs> I have been, I mean, I'm not in one currently, praise be, but <laughs> I have for sure a hundred percent have experienced my share of plateaus and I never know. Heck, one could be right around the corner. Who knows? <laughs> yes. And I think that's the craziest thing about them is because we can really think or, you know, really be doing everything right. And then, you know, three weeks in a row, that's kind of a small plateau, but three weeks in a row, you know, not have a loss or have a gain, or then it just snowballs into months and months. And I think that's when we really have to analyze like, okay, like stop, what is going on? Right. Totally. Yeah. You can't, don't be like me, you guys, and live in plateau life for, I mean, years. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, I, but I, could, I wish I could, I wish I could say that that's a, that's an exaggeration but it's not like I literally all of 2018 and 2019 was a plateau I literally was in the same weight for you know within a couple of pounds but for the whole two years and um I guess the silver lining is is that I know how to maintain my weight but yes <laughs> that, that is a silver lining that was definitely not the plan <laughs> yes and I just wanted to point out too that plateaus do happen to everyone I don't know if I already said that like you guys are not alone like I said me and Yvonne have both hit them and a lot a lot of people are dealing with that with this that's why you guys sent this in as a topic you know like totally normal and it's also normal to be frustrated about them I mean Yvonne is Miss Positive Penny and she has a very positive attitude about everything (laughs) but it's okay like this happens to everyone Yes. And it's, and it's also very normal to plateau multiple times because our journeys are forever. Right. And so as long as Darian and I have been doing this, we've probably plateaued more than a couple of times throughout our journey. It's kind of one of those things that happens and then it, you know, you kind of get over it and you move past it and you kind of tweak some things, but then maybe six months or 12 months later, you know, you hit another plateau, then you got to deal with it then. So that is something that's really common as well. Yes. And I'm going to jump into kind of to me what plateaus mean or why I think they happen to me personally. And it might help you guys who are listening. But to me, I believe that I plateau when either one, my body is getting too used to what I'm doing. So for example, if I've been doing the same exact thing every day for a couple months or a couple weeks, That to me, my body's just like, hey, let's maybe not have the same breakfast, lunch and dinner for a whole week. And I'm like, oh, okay, you want to mix it up, I guess. (laughs) Right. Um, And another way reason that I think plateaus happen for me personally is when I am not in the right headspace and I kind of think I'm doing everything right, but I'm not. For example, like I'm doing all the bites, licks and tastes. So I might be showing on my tracker that 
for four weeks in a row, I've had blue dots every day, but maybe I'm not being honest with myself and tracking correctly. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's easy to do. Yes, easy, like so easy. I probably do it. Not, I've been doing really good this week, but I used to do that a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all do. I mean, it's not just you. I mean, gosh, I do that. Everybody I know does that. Everybody goes through that. Yes. And so for me, whenever I hit a plateau, which I feel like I might be in a little one right now, I'm going to see how the scale goes this week um, on Saturday, but it just means I need to change it up. So a lot of people I see on Instagram, that can mean switching your WW plan. So everyone knows now WW has the three plans, blue, purple, and green. And for me, I've been doing blue forever. Like I joined WW in fall 2017, like two weeks before freestyle rolled out. And as you guys know, my WW blue is now the old freestyle program. So I've always done blue and I just always stuck with it because, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And so I've seen people though, like me, that if they're in a plateau, they give purple a try or they give green a try. So I think for me, if in a couple of weeks, actually, if I can't get out of this little funk that I am, am in I might switch it and I'm thinking of green because I don't think I can trust myself around pasta on purple (laughs) (laughs) have you so Darian have you not tried any of the other plans like so far since they rolled out never I've never done so you've always been blue yes always okay got it got it I I guess if you wanted to get really technical I was on um what was it called before freestyle was it just smart points um mm, smart points yeah I think so yeah. Like, was it just like the smart points program? I think um, it was. And then before that, I think it was points plus. Oh my gosh, I can't remember. But yeah, I think before <laughs> freestyle, it was just the smart points plan. Gotcha. So technically I did do that online for a while, but I couldn't even tell you anything about it or how it even worked because I've, I've talked to you guys before about how I wasn't really doing it. So, <laughs> so yes, I've always been blue. Okay, so you've been blue since um, WW rolled out my WW. Yes, and then before that, I was freestyle, which was also blue. So basically, I've just been blue forever. (laughs) You're living the bet. You're living your best blue life. I know it's my favorite color. That's why. (laughs) That's why I won't switch. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Anyways, so plateaus mean to change it up. So one of those ways, like I said, is to switch your WW plan. Maybe go to green or purple or go to blue if you weren't blue before. And then another way to switch up or kind of mix up is mix up your points and your foods. Like I said before, like if you're eating the same thing, like I'm a creature of habit, I will eat the same thing. I don't care for like five days in a row if I think it's really one, I really like it. Or if I think it's like fueling my goals or, you know, my weight loss. But sometimes I feel like our bodies get too used to that. So like, if you're eating the same thing every day and you're starting to plateau or not see results, that's kind of a sign like, hey, maybe I should mix it up. And someone actually told me at one of my first WW meetings, so a lot of people love to go heavy on dinner points, correct? Like a lot of people just love those indulgent dinners. Well, maybe if you're sticking to your points like that and you're having really indulgent dinners and low point breakfasts, but you're kind of plateauing or not seeing results, you need to mix those points up. So maybe do like a a 12 point breakfast and then maybe like a five point dinner or something like that. And Yvonne, you do that now, don't you? Yeah, definitely. I am a breakfast girl. Like I love a good hearty big breakfast and I spend on very normal to spend 10 to 12 smart points on breakfast 
And then I do about seven points or so on lunch and then another 10 to 12, depending on dinner is usually typically how my points break up for the day. Now, um, you'll notice there's no snacks in there, but, um, I'm really not a big snacker right now in this part of my journey. So that's usually how the points break up. Gotcha. And was that always how your points were? Like you've always been big breakfast? No, no, not at all. It's so funny that you're talking about this because before I was, I would say, I would try to hoard as many points as I could for dinner because dinner was always the Mm -hmm. biggest meal of the day. But, and I don't even know when this really happened or it just kind of evolved slowly over time, but my dinners kind of shrunk a little bit and I shifted those points to breakfast and it's really been beneficial for me. Um, I've always liked breakfasts, but I always would focus on trying to make breakfast really, really low. And then lunch and dinner would be bigger and dinner would be the biggest. So I definitely have been a person who's moved my points around. Yes. And I recommend that wholeheartedly. A lot of people um, at the beginning of my journey, when I was seeing very consistent weight loss would ask me about plateaus. And that's the advice I would give them because I wasn't really having a lot of plateaus back then. But my WW coach was like, I promise you like this really will help because in a lot of time too, like if we hoard all of those points, really small disclaimer, really fast guys, I'm not a doctor. This is just me talking. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, If we hoard all of those points and let's say you're eating like, I'm just making this up, a 19 point dinner or something like that. Well, then you're going to go to sleep a couple hours afterwards and you didn't walk or do anything throughout the day that helps like work that off. That's kind of what I've heard is the science behind that. Don't quote me though. (laughs) I don't know. I have no input. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate the honesty. 100%. I'm just going to always tell you when I don't know something. (laughs) Yes. I love that. I'm glad that we're not just faking it till we make it, you know? (laughs) Totally. Totally. And And so another thing too, with mixing it up is your foods. So for example, I just did not like a lot of fruit and veggies at all when I started WW and it goes back to like, I kind of just have a texture thing and I don't like a lot of fruit and I just don't like a lot of raw vegetables. Well, I was like, okay, I really need to, you know, eating the same things every day aren't really fueling me or fueling my journey. So I tried to incorporate more vegetables and fruit. Now fruit has to be a little blended sometimes. So I apologize. I know that's more points, everyone, but (laughs) I tried to start incorporating more fruits and veggies or food that I just normally wouldn't try. And I realized, well, one, I was starting to like foods that I had never tried before. And I was starting to step out of my box. And then also I noticed that it helped me come out of my plateau once I kind of mixed all those things together. Nice. And then the last thought that I had kind of about plateaus is, you know, on WW, it is designed to lose weight and get some activity. And WW does not expect you to go join Orange Theory or something like I just did or anything like that. But I did notice whenever I hit a plateau, that's usually another sign of my body telling me like, hey, I think you need to add activity into your life or more activity. So whenever I first started my WW journey, I actually did not exercise at all until I lost 75 pounds. That was just a goal I had for myself because I honestly... I can't believe that I even joined Orange Theory because before WW in this, like you could not even 
like through my college years, I probably went to the gym once. <laughs> Isn't that just such an amazing and such a proud moment for as far as a non-scale victory for you? Because you're like, now you're into Orange Theory and you're doing all these things that, like you said, in your college years, you would never even imagine you would do that. Yes. Like I actually, sorry, side note, you guys, I'm not getting off topic, but I went to a store the other day and I was checking out and I was talking to the cashier and this girl said, Darian. And there was a girl sitting next to her and I said, yes. And she said, oh my gosh, I don't even recognize you. And it was a girl I had in a college class. And I was like, I'm a totally different person. I work out and I eat right. (laughs) (laughs) You are. I mean, you've, you've really, really have changed your life over the last couple of years. And now you're doing things that you, like you said, like you would never have thought you would be doing. Yes, exactly. All thanks to WW, you know, (laughs) I love that. That's the best feeling. That's really the best feeling. I know. And just, yes, uh, just adding activity. And like I said, joining orange theory, just something. So if you're a person who maybe doesn't get any activity at all, and I'm not saying like, go join a gym or anything, but maybe start walking around the block, start doing stuff like that. Or maybe you're a person that already walks around the block, maybe go an extra mile or something like that. Just adding some kind of activity, I think helps boost your metabolism a little bit and help can help get you out of that plateau. Absolutely. Another thing I would add is that if you're already an active person and you are hitting a plateau and you already are active, right? So you might want to change your activity. Um, because I know from personal experience, and if you have followed me on Instagram for any short period of time, (laughs) you know that I am a Zumba fanatic. Like I love Zumba. Zumba is my, um, activity of choice and I love it. I've loved it for many, many years. I've been doing Zumba for about five and a half years. The thing with Zumba and the same with any activity is just like Darian said, eventually it's not going to really give you the same results as it did when you first started. So I have to change it up. So if you're already an active person and you're hitting a plateau and you're like, gosh, I'm already working out, what's going on? You know, maybe change your workout, maybe tweak it, maybe try something else. That's what I've had to do personally with adding in these hit classes and more toning classes. And yes, I'm still doing Zumba because I will not let it go because it serves <laughs> me. It serves me in all ways, like mind, body, and soul, right? Yeah. So, but I know that for me to make some strides and get out of that plateau kind of, I did have to incorporate different types of workouts. Yes, exactly. Like definitely when you hit a plateau, it means like something, it means we have to change something, whether it be any of the couple of things I just said or activity, it just means we have to change something. It's not going to just go away. Right. (laughs) Yep. Um, Anything else on plateaus on your end, Darian? Those are kind of my main points. So what you got? Okay, so for me, what I want to say about plateaus is first and foremost, they can just downright make you pissed off because it's so discouraging and it is so frustrating because you're putting in all this effort and you think you're doing all the right things. You're, you know, you're tracking, you're weighing, you're counting, you're measuring, you're drinking your water, you're getting your activity in, you're getting your blue dots, like you're within your healthy eating range, like all these things. And then the scale isn't moving. And if, man, if that doesn't make you frustrated, I don't know, because it really, really makes me mad. And I sometimes can get down on myself because what something's got to give, right? Like, what am I doing? So what I've learned over time is that one plateaus are inevitable. They happen to everybody. Um, we, not all of us can lose weight every single week forever. Eventually your body is going to slow down with the weight loss and stop. 
you know? And so, um, we have to know that first. So if you're experiencing a plateau, know that that's normal, know that that is just part of the gig. And what I've learned for me personally is that when I hit a plateau and I've learned this the hard way, because y'all just heard me say I was in, I was plateaued for about two years. Um, so don't be stubborn like me, but what I've really learned is that when I, in a plateau and I feel myself being there and it's been a couple of weeks and nothing's happening. I got to have a reality check with myself. I really got to get honest about what I'm doing, how I'm tracking, what's going on. Because a lot of times what happens is the reason that I am in a plateau is because I've gotten really lazy about tracking and with portion control. You know, I think that looks about like half a cup, but maybe it's really <laughs> close to three quarters or a cup. You know, yes. you start eyeballing it because what happens is you get a little confident because you're seeing success. And then you're like, oh, that seems good enough. Oh, yeah, that looks like 28 grams, one ounce. Ounce, yeah, I'm going to call it that. And really it could be 1.5 ounce. Well, when you start doing those things that eventually will add up. And, um, I saw this on Instagram the other day and I cannot remember who said it. I don't know if it was Jane, the mucho mama or even Deb. Um, they were saying that the difference between losing weight and staying the same is six smart points. Oh, I saw, um, I don't know who originally posted. I think it was the mucho mama because Lauren, um, WW reposted it. And I was okay blown away by that number. I had no idea. Yes. When you put it into perspective like that, man, it really, obviously it stayed with me because I'm talking about it today and I remembered about it, but that's really not a lot. You guys, six points is not a lot. So, you know, kind of keep that in mind, but anyway, back to plateaus, you know, I look at them now as a science experiment. My body is a science experiment. I did not always used to think that, but that's kind of now how I approach it. Um, a lot of the ways that I try to maneuver my way around a plateau is very similar to what Darian was saying, like move your points around, you know, shift them around between each, um, meal day part, whether it's lunch, breakfast, or dinner. If you're used to carrying heavy, um, points for breakfast or dinner or whatever, just start playing around with them They're You're not going to break any rules. They're your points. You use them how you want, but start moving them around. Another thing too, I would, I would suggest is look at the food groups that you're eating and maybe start limiting certain food groups. I'm not saying eliminate food groups. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying limit. Are you, are you eating a lot of carbs? Are you eating a lot of dairy? Like what's your dairy consumption? Like, you know, things like that. Just start paying attention to what you're eating and then assess, okay, what's going on? Am I eating a lot of processed foods? Am I overeating fruit? Yes, fruit is zero smart points, but you can overeat fruit. Fruit does have calories. You know, chicken has calories, even though it's zero smart points on blue plan and purple, but really and really low on green. But those things still have calories. So even though WW assesses a zero smart point value to those kinds of foods, does not mean they are quote unquote free. You know what I mean? Yes, so, exactly. And I think a lot of us fall into that trap. I know I did. I'm, I'm rolling around like, oh yeah, I'm eating zero point foods. It's all free. It's all free. And then <laughs> grapes. I love crunchy grapes, you guys, but grapes have a lot of sugar. And yes, it's natural sugar and it's much better than any other kind of sugar that's out there. But grapes can be high in calories, carbs, and sugar. So just a heads up. I used to be the person who I would never weigh fruit except grapes. I would only track grapes because I knew that they had high um, nutritionals. But anyway, so take a look at, you know, what you're eating, what kinds of foods you're eating, the food groups that you're eating. And then another tip that I would offer is go back 
to a time in your tracker, or if you're on Instagram and you take pictures of your food and you share them, go back into a time in your Instagram and look for a time frame where you were losing weight and see what you were eating then. You know, like, okay, I was doing, I was in a really good groove, like in September. Okay, well, let me scroll back into September, either on Instagram or in my WW app or what, however you journal your food and see the foods that you were eating then and maybe reintroduce some of those foods again, because it's easy to kind of veer off of those. You know what I mean? Over time without even knowing about it. Yes. I feel like a lot of time, like I'm always, I'm always looking for a new awesome recipe, which I love that. I love, you know, we talked an episode, a couple of episodes ago, maybe it was last episode (laughs) about, um, recipes and we love all these recipes and stuff, but you cannot like getting back to the basics is one of the big things that I recommend, which I can't believe I didn't even write that down because that's what I'm doing right now is getting back to the basics. And that can mean going back to old recipes that you used to love that you just haven't been putting down on your meal plan in a while. Absolutely. And that's such a good point, Darian, as far as going back to basics, it doesn't matter how long you've been on your health and wellness journey. You can always go back to basics and those are, that's a really good idea. And I probably need to do some of that too. Um, the basics will never fail you. Go back to just what got you started in the first place and all the things you used to do as a newbie and just start doing those things again. Yes. And like I, like I've mentioned, I think I'm in a plateau kind of right now. And so I'm doing stuff that I haven't done in so long. Like, for example, I used to go to Starbucks all the time and get, um, you know, the iced dopio in a venti cup for my premier protein as my coffee drink of choice. And I went and got it this weekend and I was like, I can't believe I haven't done this in so long. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like getting back to the basics can feel good too, you know? Oh yeah, totally. Um, another few things I want you guys to consider when you are in a plateau or you think you might be in one right now, or you've been in one in the past, but there are so many things that can affect your body and the way it's losing weight. Um, and one of the things is sleep. If you're not getting adequate sleep, that obviously has an effect on your body. Stress level, yes, definitely look at your stress level. Water, even the medication that you're taking. Now, I'm definitely not a doctor. You'd have to go talk to your um, your uh, physician about this. But you know, if there are certain medications you're on, that also affects your weight too. And then I've kind of mentioned this already, but portion control and honest tracking. You know, you really have to be honest with yourself when you're tracking and really is this three ounces of chicken or maybe is it more like five? You know what I mean? And it might not seem like a big deal in the moment, but day after day, week after week, month after month, it's going to add up. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And the thing about plateaus, man, is they will... Oh my gosh, they will test your patience. <laughs> yes. They will make you they will make you they'll make you not really well sometimes want to quit, but also they'll just make you not want to move forward. You'll just be like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> no, they will make you crazy. They will make you doubt yourself. I mean, the mindset and the mind games that are played with yourself when you are in a plateau are vicious. Like, and we all have been there, right? I mean, when you or in a plateau, it is so easy. Like Darian said, you just want to give up. Like, you're like, what the hell? This is all, this is all. And the thing too, is then you start thinking, well, is this as good as it's going to get? Like, is this it? Is my body done losing weight? You know? And you just kind of want to throw in the towel. And it's so easy because that happens to me. I mean, that's how I think sometimes I'm like, why am I still trying? Like, it's not even moving. The scale's not even moving. So why am I trying? You know, but 
you guys, you can't give up. You cannot give up because a plateau is going to test your resolve like nothing else. And you really are going to have to lean on the faith that you have, that you know that you're doing the right things to serve your body to eventually come out of that plateau. Because it, you can't plateau forever. It's eventually going to break. But you have to be able to recognize that and then do the little tweaks here and there, all the things that Darian and I are talking about today to help break that plateau and then you can move forward. But man, when you're in it, especially for as long as I was in mine, it's like you go on autopilot and you just don't want to think about anything else because you don't want to weigh in. You don't want to do anything because you know you're going to be, it's going to be a letdown as soon as you stand on the scale because it's not going to, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. It's not going to move. And if it moved, it's going to move like 0.2. And you're like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? That is craziness. Listen, and I just want to say though, Yvonne, like, you are truly an inspiration to anyone listening because you just told everyone like, you know, you think you plateaued or, you know, you plateaued for about two years, but you never quit. And that, if that's not like gusto or like just an overall inspiration, I really don't know what is because I know a lot of people that would, would have thrown in the towel. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you didn't. It's hard. It's hard. And it kind of goes back to the episode that we were talking about. Um, oh, what was it? Oh gosh. I'm trying to think about, I don't know if maybe it was a motivation episode. I can't remember, but you just got to have a lot of grit. I don't even know, yeah. you know, it just takes, you have to grind it out some days, some weeks, some months. And in my case, some years, you just got to <laughs> grind it out. And then I've just, and during that time for me personally, I just leaned on the healthy habits that I created and just had faith that eventually it would pay off, you know, because what keeps me going, dear, especially during those long plateau years, years, oh my gosh, <laughs> um, is that, you know, I don't want to go back to the old way I was or the old Yvonne, you know, like I, going back is not an option for me. So if I'm dealing with the plateau, well, then so be it. I'm going to deal with the plateau and I'm just going to keep going and eventually something's got to give. And for me, really, really what ended up giving is I changed the way I was eating. Like Darian was talking about earlier, you know how you could you try different things. I tried um, a Whole30 and it finally broke my plateau um, just because I changed the kinds of foods I was eating. Really, when you peel back all the layers of the onion, what really changed is my way of eating, the types of foods I was eating. Um, and that really made a positive impact on, on my body. Yes, exactly. And just the point, I didn't even mean to say that, but the point of <laughs> everything, it's just something I commonly say, I guess, when I talk. So I'm It's like, just oh, so well. natural, Darian. It's so natural. Yes. And I was just gonna say, I guess the point of all that, and especially hearing you talk, Yvonne, is just like, you cannot give up if you are not at your goal, just because you hit a plateau. Like, yes, we all will hit them and they suck. But there are ways to overcome them. And you will overcome them as long as you're determined. Yes, you got to embrace the suck. Yes. Wow. I'm putting, <laughs> I'm going to put that on my Instagram or something. I'm right. Yeah, and that, that definitely was not for me. I don't know. I, I want to say it was Oprah that said it at Oprah Weekend, or I've heard it some other place, but you have to embrace the suck. And when you embrace the suck, because that's what a plateau is, then you're able to navigate through it and kind of just embrace it, get over it. You know what's happening. All right, next. What are we going to do to make sure that we get to the other side? Wow, that was good. That wasn't even my overall what's the point, but I love that. I, I want it to be my point now. <laughs> so for me, okay, as we're wrapping up this episode, is that for me, the point of this, and I've really, I'm sure you can guess it, is that you just can't give up. You know, you cannot give up when the scale isn't moving. And if it means you 
shifting your focus to only non-scale victories or maybe focusing on something else that's not scale related, whether it's close, um, well, that's obviously non-scale victory too, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like just something that's not related to the number on that metal box that you stand on. Mm-hmm. Like that is, that's, that's, that's what it's going to take. So for me, the point is, is just don't give up when the scale doesn't move It's shift your focus, realign your priorities and just keep going. Just don't quit. You guys, I wish I could just shout that from all the rooftops is that it's so important not to quit even when you want to and everybody around you is offering you Doritos and cupcakes <laughs> and queso, like all the good stuff, you know, don't, don't, I mean, don't do that to yourself. You've come this far. You have not come this far just to come this far. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. And my original, what's the point was just to get change. You have to make change. I mean, you can't expect to change if you do the same things over and over. What is that saying? And it's like the definition of insanity. Yes. 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 Doing the same thing over and over, but expecting different results. So just, (laughs) yep. Wow. That's, that's the definition of my WW life. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) but okay. Any final thoughts? No, I think, you know, this one, Plateaus, we like Darian said at the beginning of the episode, we get a lot of requests to talk about plateaus because everybody deals with it. So if you're dealing with a plateau right now, one, no, you're not alone. Everybody has gone through it or going through it currently or will go through it, I promise. Um, but you just can't give up, you guys. You just got to keep pushing forward. Um, and I always like to say onward and upward. That's all you got to do. Yes. Uh, this was a good episode. I loved it. It was good. It was good. And I think we have a lot of experience with this kind of thing. <laughs> oh, oh, great. That's why it's so good. We just plateau all the time. We just, we, had, we just live in a plateau. I mean, clearly I did for 24 months. Yes. But hey, you're out of it. And that's what's good. Yep. Yep. I'm out of it. Feels good. Well, cool. Okay, guys. Like I said, always, always follow us on Instagram. I'm Biggie to Fitty, B-I-G-G-Y, the number two, F-I-T-T-Y. And then Yvonne is Texi. Mexi underscore living, T-E-X-Y-M-E-X-Y underscore living. Yes, yes. And if you guys are really liking the podcast that we're sharing and the conversations that we're having, please subscribe to our podcast, rate and review us, um, and we'd really appreciate it. Yeah, and until next time, guys. Adios, friends. Bye.